Welcome to Crystal Clear Finances, where we understand, hey, finances, they can be confusing, but you don't have to face it alone, and you can have confidence for every financial decision. My name is Crystal Langdon. I'm a certified financial planner, qualified kingdom advisor, founder of Crystal Clear Finances, and your host for the next 30 minutes. Now, I'm excited today because those of you who are viewing us through our YouTube, Crystal Clear Finances YouTube channel, you see that there is someone sitting next to me. And those of you through radio, you have no idea what I'm talking about, but that's okay. As usual, we'll talk you through this because next to me is the one and only George Langdon V, who we call at the office Five, who is my son. And Five, it is wonderful to have you here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> he thinks, because today we're going to talk about the one of his favorite subjects, which if you've been listening to me for the past few weeks or past 24 years, you also know it's one of my favorite subjects, and that deals with life insurance. Yes, I said life insurance, because we want to talk about living benefits, we want to talk about death benefits, and I want to slow it down a little bit, Five, before we actually jump into the discussion, and I want to talk about maybe a, a reminder of what's gone on the last few weeks. We've talked about the private reserve strategy, which is a, literally a strategy we use in the office to help put people in a better position. And one of the ways we do that is by helping them to eliminate and reduce any type of wealth transfers. So five, we went through the last few weeks, we talked about the wealth transfers of taxes and how they're planning for their kids' college, what they're doing as far as how they're paying for the mortgage, how they shouldn't be paying for their <laughs> mortgage. Well, we had a lot of different areas that we went over. We also talked to them about opportunity cost. And you know, opportunity, if we give a dollar away, we not only lose that dollar, we lose everything that dollar could have made for us forever. In fact, we were just looking at an example of that today. We said, how much does that cost? And we said, no, no, no. That's not really what it costs. What it costs over time, all that money that you've missed that's no longer earning that for you. And that's a lot of times people don't realize that we need to look at the opportunity cost. We need to look at the wealth transfer. And we have to figure out what is a way that they can begin to build resources and yet handle the things in life. And that's where I think our living benefits come in. Absolutely. So what I want to do is I want to segue a little. I want to let you do some talking. And I want to talk about how do you present life insurance when it comes to your clients? Because while we're both using the same strategy, we use two different uh, examples uh, of how we do it. So why don't you share a little bit? Yeah. So I find that comparing the life insurance and the strategy that we use with it it best ex it best fits the idea of purchasing a home, right? Mm -hmm. Because when we were growing up and even now, we're all told that basically the idea is you buy a home, you pay it off as quickly as possible so that way you build equity. And then when there's an expense that comes up, well, you go to the bank and you borrow against the equity and now you can go meet that expense and you pay out of cash flow to pay that back to the bank. But the problem that I found with that strategy is that one, you're actually not guaranteed the access to your equity. Mm -hmm. So you've taken all this time, you've paid down your mortgage, now you own your house outright, and all you have to pay is taxes, which you do still have to pay. But when you go to the bank, if you've lost your job or if you're retired, you're not guaranteed that they're gonna write you that loan. That's true. So now you have an asset that's illiquid. The other problem that I have with that thought process is that once you take that loan, well, now you have to start paying it back right away. 
Well, if we use the same example of I lost my job and somehow <laughs> you got your home equity loan, well, where's the cash flow going to be to pay that back? Mm -hmm. And then the last piece is, although real estate has trended upwards, I get that, it's not guaranteed to. We all saw that during 2007 through 2009, right, where the values went down. Mm -hmm. So what I look at is it's the same basic strategy that we all use and we were all taught and we're all comfortable with, right. with a home, but now we're using a vehicle that actually does it efficiently right. because it solves those three problems. It actually does guarantee you the ability to borrow against it. It guarantees you the ability to access your equity, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I like to call cash value equity. Mm -hmm. It guarantees that what you're borrowing against is increasing in value. And then it actually uses non-structured payments, so you don't have to start the payments right away. You don't have to start them at all, although we advise that while you're working and the cash flow allows. <laughs> right. Well, and that's a great way to look at it because I think people are so comfortable with taking home equity loans that they never thought, well, wait a minute, there's a more efficient way to do, and that's life insurance. And it's so interesting to me how things get stigmas, like, mm -hmm. oh, we don't want to talk about life insurance, but we can take a loan on our house, which is the is a way that you could do it, but not the most efficient way. Right. In fact, I heard uh, Don Blanton when I was talking with him, and he said that when you do that with your house, people put so much money in their house, and they make it like a qualified plan. Mm. So a qualified plan we know is like a 401k at work or an IRA or a simple something like that where you put money in and then you have to qualify to touch it. And you're saying, but it's my house. But true, if you lose your job, yep. they're probably not going to give you a new home equity loan. And if you become disabled, something happens or cash flow changes, you're never guaranteed to be able to get that money. And one of the things that I like is we are guaranteed, well, the, the company, we can go to the company right. and the company, I can never say guaranteed on radio, the company is able to say, yes, we can give you this. Now, as a business owner and speaking to many other business owners that are out there, they know that it's usually hard. You have to jump through hoops before you can get a bank to loan a business money. And it's so nice being able to say, well, I've got life insurance that either my business can borrow from mm -hmm. it or I have it personally that I can borrow from it and then loan it to my business and then charge a small fee that I don't have to pay different <laughs> types of taxes on. That's a whole nother subject. So what I'd like you to do, because this is something that you've had a life insurance policy on you for years. Once we realized how powerful this was, we put some in place and then you've put some in place. Yeah. I'd like you to walk through ways and kind of take it slowly to show exactly what you did for Jenna. Yeah. Yeah. So I use my policy quite often just because whenever something comes up, I'm going to take it out of there and then pay it back. So probably the first policy loan was actually for the engagement ring for mm -hmm. my now wife. <laughs> uh, then we ended up using it for a down payment on a townhouse. Um, and then for actually as recently as last year for our forever home. Mm -hmm. And the idea is basically I take the money out or borrow against it technically, but I take the money out and then I work to pay it back because I know that there's going to be something else that I want to do. So the idea is I don't have to pay it back. I put that own time constraint on myself of like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to pay it back in this amount of time. I do that because I know that there's another expense that's going to come up or there's another opportunity that's going to come up that I'm going to want to take advantage of. 
So, I mean, I use it anytime that I see an opportunity or mm -hmm. anytime um, that I see an expense that says, okay, I got to handle this. And I use it just like a bank or a line of credit. I love that example. And that's something that's so practical. It literally is you picked out the ring and said, hmm, I could take money from someplace else and pay for this ring or I could take it from my life insurance policy. And again, you are correct. It's not that we actually take it out of the cash value. We put a loan against it so that our own cash value can grow tax-free with uninterrupted compounding interest. And that's something <laughs> where I've been harping the last few weeks of, listen, we start filling things up and when we interrupt the compounding, we start back over. Yep. And we talked about the zero line there. But what I like is you were able to take the money out. It was as simple as a piece of paper, yeah. Right. Front and back. You just sign, say, this is the amount I want. This is the policy that I have. You sign it. There's a witness that signs it. We fax it in and probably 72 hours later, yep. that money's in your checking account. Yeah. And so you were able to take that, go to the jewelers, buy the ring. She loved it. <laughs> it very good. And then at his convenience, he was able to pay that back. And that's what I love when you mentioned a moment ago about the home equity, is that once you take the home equity loan, you might have a whole month that you don't <laughs> have to pay it. But after that, you got to start making your payments on it. Yeah. Whereas w when you do the loan from the life insurance company, you have the option to say, you know what? This month doesn't work for me. Or, oh my goodness, this month I did lose my job. I need to start squirreling around and find a different job. So I'm putting everything on hold right now. And I love those unstructured payments of, hey, once a year you're going to pay your interest that you have, but the rest of the time you can pay back at your convenience. I think that's very smart. Now, you said another thing, and you said a lot there. So I'm trying to dissect it because for our viewers, I want them to understand life insurance cash value can be used for two things. It's going to be used for opportunities, right? Right. So, you know, you look at the fact that you bought your first townhouse. Now that's turned into rental income. That was an opportunity that you said, hey, this is good. I'm going to take the money there. And now as people are renting it, they pay you the money. And where do you put it? Right back into the policy. Yeah. And what's beautiful about this, I'm going to slow right down when I say this, is people say, yeah, but you borrowed from it and blah, 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 blah. And, and how do you really make money? Well, understand your money. Your money stayed in the policy yep. and it kept growing. 3%, 4%, 5% uninterrupted compounding interest. The loan is something different. So when the renters give you the check and you pay the loan, at the end of it, yes, the loan will be gone, but that money grew inside your cash value as if you never bought the rental unit. Yep. So being able to, to look at that and then, so opportunities, I think that's a good area that people can look at life insurance when they say, I'm not quite sure what's coming down the road, but I want to be positioned. And that's where we put the life insurance in place. And then expenses. Let's talk a little bit how they would use it for expenses, unless you have a yeah, comment just, on opportunity. And one comment on the opportunities sure. component, and I guess this kind of dovetails with the expenses as well, mm -hmm. is this is not at market risk. Oh, I love that one. So a lot of times I have had people where they save money for their future house mm -hmm. in the market. And that the concern always <laughs> is, what happens if you find the house and the market is down at that time? Yes. Right? So then we're either having to go into something super conservative, which actually limits the growth potential, but it doesn't necessarily minimize the volatility associated with it. So 
or they're going high risk and just hoping that we have a long enough time horizon that the house for them mm-hmm. is not found right. <laughs> for a long time. So it's one of those things where I, I don't think we can undervalue the fact that it isn't open to market volatility, mm. which means that no matter what, that money is going to be available. If I have, you know, and hypothetically, if I have $10,000 in the beginning of the year, I'm going to have 10000 plus the interest by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. It does not matter what's going on in the economy. Right. And what, you know, it, this right now, everyone's like, what? Sign me up. I'm calling Crystal Clear Finances. But like three years ago, that was not the case. Yeah. Three years ago, they're like, I'd have 10000 plus a tiny bit of interest of 3 4 5%. Big whoop. They'd want, <laughs> you know, let me go into the market. Now they're realizing, okay, maybe a more holistic of, yes, we still have market. Yes. But we also want to make sure that we have money that's there for those opportunities and expenses. And I want to, before we talk about expenses, so let's just make a little note there that we want to get there, is I want to also talk about the fact that when it comes to our financial planning, mm-hmm. a lot of times what we'll do is I strongly believe in diversification, yep. right? So we're going to have our CDs, we're going to have our cash, we're going to have other different instruments that we're using. But being able to look at bonds in the market, it's like, why do we want to put something in the market that we know is going to be conservative, but yet we'll still experience risk? That really doesn't make sense to me. Why wouldn't we use the market for more of our balanced and growth opportunities and use a completely different section of your portfolio, diversified, that doesn't have market risk? So we've really gone away from, are you sure you want to have bonds in that portfolio? Or can we use something else? And that's where life insurance really shines because when the market's down, we're like, oh, no problem. We're going to go over here. We'll pull it from the life insurance. The other thing I wanted to say when we talked about Uh, going outside the market, not having market risk. And don't worry, we'll get to the fact that there's opportunities and expenses. (laughs) I do have a list in front of me, is the PSA account. I want to explain that that's even, I'm I'm thinking about this example. Literally, just the other day, I had a client call and he's probably listening now. So hello, Um, but we are not mentioning names and his father died. Beautiful, beautiful man. Just such a gentle spirit. Well, his father had left him an inheritance. And as the inheritance is starting to come in, he said, Crystal, I want to sit down, but there's quite a bit of inheritance. And I want to make sure we have a master plan. So I've got money that's come in. I've got a hundred thousand. I'm just going to use that number that's come in. I've got more coming. What do I do with a hundred thousand? Now, in this situation, he's like, I don't mind dipping my toe in the market. His wife, on the other hand, is like, don't put the toe in, don't put the pinky in, don't put nothing in. So she's very conservative. So in this case, because the master plan isn't done, we just needed a place to put it. And we thought, well, now that Charles Schwab has bought TD Ameritrade and we can now offer CDs, we could do a CD. But what I didn't like about that five is, well, then we have a 12-year, a 12-year, oh, Thank you. We're not doing 12-year CDs, but if we have a 12 months that we have to wait, and what if we're ready to move before then? And that's when I said, wait a minute. We have an opportunity here. You have life insurance. We're not going to talk about putting more money into the life insurance policy, but some life insurance companies, and one of our favorite, says, wait a minute. If you have life insurance, right, then what we're going to do is we're going to make a separate savings account. And that separate savings account, we're going to give you 4%. Yeah, really, four. One, two, three, four. Four percent is what they're going to give. So we're literally going to take that 100000 
that we don't know what to do with right now. And we're going to put it in there and we're going to sit, let it sit in there at 4%. No sales charge. We don't have to worry about, oh, you have to have it out by a certain amount of time. You got to keep it in there a certain amount of time. And as more money comes in, we'll look for different places we're going to put it. But that was an opportunity he wasn't even aware of yeah. that now we can take that money and not worry about any market risk. Now, we'll hopefully, as more money comes in, we will be able to graduate into the market. But if we're looking for something conservative, I didn't go to bonds. Right. I didn't go to locked in CDs. I literally went to the life insurance and said, hey. Because you have a policy here, you're entitled to this over there. What a win-win for the client. Now, I'm looking at the clock. We're already halfway through our program. Oh, my word. So what I want to do, I want to take a quick 60-second break. And then when we come back, I want to talk about, well, how do we use it for expenses? I want to talk about that. And I also want to talk about, well, gee, how would we use it if we had a business? Could this be used for a business? It's Funny you should ask. And then give a few more examples of how we've used it and seen our clients use it. But first, let's just take that 60-second break, and we'll be back with more Crystal Clear Finances. Life insurance can be used during your lifetime. It's not just about a death benefit. You could have chronic illness riders, long-term health care riders, access to cash value so you could purchase your own cars, finance real estate, save for college, and even use it as tax-free income in retirement. It all depends upon the type of life insurance you put in place. Call Crystal Clear Finances today and let us help you create the policy that's right for you and for your loved ones. Call 518-433-7181 today. We're back with more Crystal Clear Finances. My name is Crystal Langdon, and I am here with my son, who is our head financial advisor here at Crystal Clear Finances, George Langdon V. And we call him five, but you can call him George. Just don't say high five because he's like really <laughs> over that. So I hear that all the time. So with that being said, we're talking about one of our favorite subjects of how to diversify our clients. Yes, we believe 100% in, in investing in the market, but we don't think that you should put all your eggs in that basket. We want to look at life insurance. We want to look at different products that provide full diversification and a holistic picture. But right now, right now we're talking about life insurance. So we talked about before the break, how you've used life insurance for opportunities that have come up for the ring so that we now have a Jenna McGreevy who has become <laughs> Jenna Langdon. <laughs> we, you've used it for your first condo, which is now rental unit, your forever home. So you've obviously are very comfortable and it's a pretty seamless type of, of interaction. You oh yeah. Fill out the form, fax it in, Money shows up 72 hours later, and then yep. you can pay it back at your convenience. But I want to talk a little bit, though, what about people with expenses? And I think even too, so I'll do a little prelude here, with the new cars that are out there at 9%, 10%, how in the world could we use life insurance for an expense? So I'm going to flip that right over to you, Five. Yeah. So I think one of the things that we got to keep in mind are interest rates, right? Mm. So going back to the engagement ring, uh, topic. Right. I actually didn't originally buy it using the policy loan because they offered me 0% for six months. So I said, that's fine. I'll use, I'll your, money. use your money. <laughs> so I used their money at six months. And then what was ever, whatever was remaining at about five months, I mm -hmm. said, no, I'm pretty conservative. I don't like to uh, put, cut it close. So five months, I said, okay, 
And I went ahead, took the policy loan, paid off the remainder. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thought process when we're looking at cars or expenses, things like that. Just because we have the policies in place doesn't mean I'm going to immediately say, yes, let's go take a policy loan. True. Right? Because during this time, while there are 9 10% car loans, oh, my word. there's also still 2%, 3% mm -hmm. car loans, depending on the situation. So that's where I do typically say the first thing we need to do is we need to see all our options. What I like about it, though, is when we look at the life insurance, it's a guaranteed option. Mm -hmm. And that's the key is when we're looking at finances, many times we are making decisions, especially when we're dealing with expenses or unexpected expenses. We're making decisions not based off of what's necessarily best, but based off of the immediate options that we have available to us. Mm. So where I feel the life insurance really fits with the expenses is this is my worst case scenario. Yes, your fallback. So, yeah. So, and in my fallback, I'm using uninterrupted compounding interest tax-free. That's a pretty good worst case yeah, scenario. Yeah. <laughs> so to me, what I typically do in this situation, whether it's myself or whether it's with clients, is I look at what's available. Mm -hmm. So talking about a car, mm -hmm. the first thing I'm going to do is say, okay, well, what other interest rates are out there? If I can get something that's going to beat the interest rate on the policy loan, well, then I'm going to take that. Absolutely. And now I have this money left for a different opportunity or a different expense. But if they come back and they're higher, well, then I'm absolutely going to go to my policy loan and I'm going to handle that expense that way. And then instead of making my monthly payments to a bank or whatever mm -hmm. the case may be, whatever lender, mm -hmm. I'm going to make my monthly payments back to my policy loan. And I'm going to act as if, I mean, on my phone, I do this quite often with he a does. lot of clients, uh, whether it's buying a house, buying a car, I have an amortization calculator. So like I'll... everyone does on their phone, right, Five? <laughs> Anyways, keep going. <laughs> so what I'll do is I'll literally compare the two and I'll say, okay, this is what the monthly payment would be if you took out the loan. Why don't we do that same monthly payment or maybe a little bit less if it's more affordable, if it's an, mm -hmm. a topic about affordability. And we amortize it so that way they're on a schedule just like a normal car loan, but this time they're paying themselves back at a better interest rate than a different lender would have given them. Right. Oh, I love it. You know, there's a couple of things you said that I wanted to just tap on. The guarantee. Now, you knew both. we both know that we cannot say guarantee on radio, so I'm going to clarify that from our wonderful compliance department, and I'm just going to let them know that based on the contract of the life insurance yes. policy, the companies that we use, it says in the contract that we can take loans against the cash value within it. So Correct. every life insurance company is different as yes. far as what their contract is, so we're just operating from the experience of the company we use, which is Security Mutual. That is not the only one we use, but that one is the one we were referencing. So for compliance purposes, we're done. <laughs> now, the other thing that I love that you said was the ability to evaluate opportunities. Okay, I can get money borrowed at this percent and it's less than my that I have here, so I'm not going to touch it because of future opportunities that may come. You know, I love using life insurance as a family bank. So I'm going to take mm -hmm. what you said and go a little bit farther. You know, I envision, and I've talked about this on other radio programs, with all the life insurance policies that we have in place, when my grandbabies, when little Charlotte, she'll probably go to you first, but maybe she'll come to grandma. <laughs> and and uh, when she says, I want to have a down payment on my home, I would rather the down payment and the mortgage per se 
B, because she went to the Langdon Bank and was able to take what she needed, paid cash for the house and got a better price. And then now she pays me as the bank, which, of course, would just go into a life insurance policy so that when I pass, there would be an inheritance <laughs> that somehow might get down into little Charlotte or Quinn's hands. So when we look at all of this, this family banking and being able to use this it is not just a willy-nilly, oh, take a loan for everything. It is a structured... It's a game plan. Yeah. It's a strategy that if people will begin to understand, let's keep the money in the house. Let's keep the money in the family. How do we build banks? Someone called me today. Was, in fact, it was the gentleman whose dad had passed. And he said, Crystal, I can't believe this. I have to keep $25,000, and I won't say the name of the bank. Compliance won't, doesn't make me. So the, put the name of the bank. So he put the money in there. He said, I have to have 25000 just so that I don't get charged. So I said, how interesting that a bank can use all of your money, right? And then charge you so that they can use your money to go make money. I'm like, what a racket, only in America. So I'd like to see it where we can use life insurance as a way that each family has their own bank for opportunities that come up for expenses, you know, hey, so the well went or the electrical went or something goes in the house, we have a place that you can get it, like you said, unless we can find 0%. So really good points that you had there. I wanted to talk a little bit, and I'm just looking at the clock and realizing we're going to have to wrap it up, but I want to talk a, about how you mentioned quickly uh, the importance of paying it back and talk about the fact that unstructured and, and what your thought process is behind that. Yeah. So when it comes to paying it back, we don't have to, right? Because mm -hmm. we're very particular about the companies that we use and we make sure that they're what's called non-direct recognition loans and we can dive into that but we don't need Not to today <laughs> uh but so anyways we're very particular about the companies and those companies offer policy loans that are called non-structured mm -hmm. simply what that means is there's no payment plan associated nothing with shows up in right. the mail exactly once a year they're going to send you a notice about this is how much interest has been charged mm-hmm but quite frankly, they're just letting you know. Right. <laughs> you don't have to pay that. Uh, and let me just clarify, because they'll take, if you don't pay it, they'll just take yep. it out of your cash value. So I just want people to know yes. that it comes up somewhere, shows somewhere. Oh, yes, absolutely. So with the non-structured component, though, what's really nice about it is we don't have to, but I do believe that you should. Right. <laughs> Especially as finances allow, because here's the thing. If I continuously pull from this well mm -hmm. of money, right? Well, there's not going to be money there eventually to access mm -hmm. that I may need for a different opportunity, different Correct. expense. So to me, I look at it and I say, well, I could just put it in the savings mm -hmm. in my bank account that's going to earn nothing. Or I could put it back here and then I'm avail it's available for me when I need it. Right. So really the paying it back is just thinking long term of I might need this again. I yes. probably will need this again. I want to have it there again. Yes. So I'm going to pay it back so it's there again. <laughs> and I love that because I think of when you guys were in college and college payments that I had, I took a lot out of my life insurance and said, okay, we're going to make sure Melanie is in a safe place in Columbia yep. and that she can get all the schooling that she needs. And I said, and I am not paying anything back right now. I got three kids in college. Yay. So once everyone was done, I'm like, okay, now we can start doing it. And I, part of it, too, and then we, we need to bring this to a close, is I think there needs to be a sense of expectancy 
to say, you know what, there are going to be opportunities in my life. There are going to be things that are happening, and I'm going to prepare now, even though I see no opportunities. I'm going to prepare now and have the discipline now because I'm going to anticipate God is going to bring things across my path, and when he does, I'll be ready for it. Yes. And if you're not ready for it, that I, I believe that there are a lot of opportunities that never show up per se because you're not looking for them. You're not seeking them out because you're not ready for them. So part of this is even coaching our clients in all different stages how to be ready for those blessings and opportunities that they can step in, which goes back to when we have the meeting and sit down and we say, what is it you want to do? Yeah. What is it you're trying to accomplish? Not just what do you want your rate of return to be, <laughs> which we have no control over, um, but where is it that you want to go? What is at when you look back over life? You know, what were the trips? What were the memories? Well, I'm looking at the clock and realizing we got to bring this show to a close. So, Five, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. It was great to talk with you. And I want to invite each and every one of you to give our office a call at 518-433-7181. Schedule a free initial consultation with myself or with Five. And then join us again next week as we continue to provide financial clarity so that you can have confidence for every financial decision. Thank you and God bless. This program is for educational purposes only. We understand that finances are complex. Facing them alone causes stress, resulting in wrong choices, missing out on opportunities, and having to settle for a lower standard of living. At Crystal Clear Finances, our team approach focuses on providing clarity and confidence so you can make the right financial decisions. Investment advisory and financial planning services are offered through AlphaStar Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Crystal Clear Finances and AlphaStar are separate and independent entities. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.